Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would come in and do what needs to be done. I come against every unclean spirit, every foul demonic spirit. I come against you in the name of Jesus Christ, and I cast you out. I call for Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost power. They set everything in order, God. God, hide me behind the cross. Give me access in the middle Access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I may rightly divide the word of truth. God, took to the follow groans of the hearts and minds of your people, God, that they may receive what you're saying in this hour. If I was going to pick a thought today, it would be which one are you? I think it's very interesting in this hour that everybody is deserting everybody else, but nobody is deserting what's inside of you. It's easy to see somebody else's fault. It's easy to turn, determine how it should be done. And you can't even clean out your own back door. Which one are you? I'm going to be talking about three men in the Bible. I'm going to be talking about Solomon, King Solomon. I'm going to be talking about Absalom. And I'm going to be talking about Samson. People will show you snapshots of who they really are. The real you will always resurface because you're a work of flesh. And if that flesh does not stay subject to the real and the power of the Holy Ghost, you will come back to your original self. Because you're just flesh. And you're subject to everything that's happening out here in Babylon, as I call the world. That's why you constantly have to continue to have a true understanding of what the scriptures are saying. But most of all, you really need to know how God deals with you. You really need to know the voice of God. Half the church don't know the voice of God, but they know the voice of a pastor. You're not no more set free and delivered than when you came through the door. Because there's a part of me that still keeps creeping up every now and then. There are still some things in us we have not really surrendered and turned over to God. But yeah, you're looking for God to do a higher height and a deeper depth in you and your ministry and your calling. Oh, don't let alone your blessings. God does not take you above your means. Because he know that you will destroy yourself. And the devil will bless you. Real good. But it don't mean that it's coming from God. Because you don't have no discernment. You're going to come in and jump and shout and testify and say that God did it. And God ain't even in it. That hour in the church is gone. And so many people are being deceived in this hour. We want the blessing, but we don't want to have nothing to do with God. And as I said before, when you first got saved, you were glad to come from out of Babylon. But when you get in the church and get saved and God starts doing it, what do you start doing? You desire what you came out of. Just like a dog returning back to his own vomit. And you don't understand that God is looking for people with trueness of heart. People that can speak the truth. People about this, 
about truth and seeking these things, which is the heart and the mind of God. Because if you have the heart and the mind of God, you will understand it. Half the people don't understand sonship. Sonship is having rule and dominion of this earth that what you're living in. Half the people do not have sonship. They got a credit card. They got debt. They got all of these things. The blessing that you get is the blessing that you maintain. But the blessing of the Lord make it rich and add of no sorrow. Why so much sorrow behind the things that we saw out in Babylon? But we desire these things. Which one are you? These men possess one or more of these traits or characteristics. King Solomon was a coward. Absalom was a deceiver. Samson was strong and powerful. And I looked at the word coward. A person who likes the courage to do or endure dangerous or unpleasant things. Sounds like a whole lot of cowards in the church. They can't endure nothing. Oh, don't let alone, don't endure sound doctrine. Don't let God or sin or true prophet in. And let that true prophet really tell you what's going on. You want to stay home and not come back to church because you can't stand it. But I'm letting you know what God is going to do. God is going to raise up and they're already in the land. True prophet that's going to come and it's going to clear out the house. What do you mean, Pastor? That's a bad thing. He's going to clear up all the weak and decrepit. He's going to clear out everything that's really not born of God. Everybody that say that they're born by the fire and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Those are people going to stay because they're going to know sound doctrine. Huh? But you got a bunch of cowards in the church and they can't endure anything. Huh? But yet they walk around double-minded. Huh? They walk around like they got it going on. Huh? But yet let somebody come in and tell them the truth. They can't take it. They want to snip and dip and all it is. We're going to talk about King Solomon. But they like courage. They have no courage to stand up for the truth. Absalom was a deceiver. A deceiver is a person cause someone to believe something that is not true, typically in order to gain some personal advantage. There's a whole lot of deceivers in the building. And in the body of Christ. Because everybody is walking around pretending to be something they really are not. Everybody's trying to outdo everybody. Everybody's trying to outdress everybody. Everybody's trying to do everything except be who they really are. So we'll walk around having people thinking that we're so righteous and holy. But yet at home you live like a dog. There's no standard in your house, and demons have free reign in and out. You don't understand when a person is born of God and baptized by the fire and the power of God, when they go back out in the world, not only they get seven more demons, but yet they house get out of control. Oh, you looking at material things, but I'm talking about the subconscious of your mind. I'm talking about you can't hold on to nothing. I'm talking about you making bad decisions left and right, and your children crazy and chaotic, but yet there's no strength because you got a coward type of spirit because you don't want to set the house in order, but you don't understand when the enemy comes in, he's not bringing just one demon. He's going to bring many more. It's going to set up cap there, and it's hard to get them out when you 
don't have that power by the Holy Ghost. And the way the world is going now, you better have the power of God and cast it out. The Bible said in the old King James, drive out unclean spirits. Oh, but you're going to have to have the power. Saxon. Strength and power. The quality or state of being physically strong. You may be physically strong, but just because you're physically strong, tell them, it ain't got nothing to do with your mental strength. Because some of the biggest bodybuilders, mind problems. Oh, but y'all, and the body of Christ think because I got physical strength. Oh, I can do this and that, and I can do this and that. I can go to the gym all day long, but let me get in a state of disobedience. God going to tap my mind. He going to tap my body. Sometimes God causes afflictions to come to humble you. Sometimes God knows what it's going to take to bring you to your knees. Sometimes we get above ourselves, and that's from the pulpit to the back door. You need to understand something. We've all been in a place that we've been a coward, or we've been in a place of deceiving other people, but yet we were relying on our own physical strength, but not the Holy Ghost power, not the strength of God. We want to lean on our own mind, our own will, our own education, but yet it's going to fail you because it's hard for you to un understand God. He said, I chose the weak things of the world <laughs> the <laughs> to confuse the wise. But because you think you're strong, oh, let's deal with power. You got the power of witchcraft, black magic, white magic, and you rocking sorcery in your house. Power, the capability or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others. So when I say you work in witchcraft in your house, you are influencing other people because your spirit is above them. You need to understand about spiritual warfare. You need to understand something very clear. You got to understand something, even in marriage, there's always one that's over another. You got to understand something. God said, I created evil for an evil man in an evil day. God has sent something that's stronger than you, which looks like your children, or looks like somebody on your job to show you who got real power. See, because you don't understand, and you're not yielding to the spirit of God. And then sometimes God can send those things so you could be overcoming, that you can get stronger. Because you may have spiritual knowledge and understanding in 12 or 14 things, different areas of your life, but when it gets down to the 15 and 16 area, there's something God is trying to teach you. You can have power. You can have strength in many things in your life. But you got to understand something. True power comes from true things. And the only true thing that I know is Jesus Christ. He shed and died on Calvary for our sins. He rose on the third day with all power, death, hell, and the grave. He's giving you that power. He's giving you that good thing. Because you need to understand what that gospel is truly about. The gospel is about Jesus Christ. The gospel is about spreading what God has done for you. You so 
busy trying to keep everything shut up and you don't want nobody to understand what it's truly about. God can bless you, but you don't want to witness. You don't want to testify. You don't want to do nothing, but you just want to sit in your own place and camp and just sit there and let God bless you. But you need to understand something. Obed-Edom had the Ark of the Covenant for a while, but he had to leave his house and King David came and got it. Nobody has the dibs on the Holy Ghost power. I noticed something. All these three men were very good looking. But see, looks will always deceive us. A coward is someone you can't control. A lot of times, we think that we are above than what we really are. So I ask you today, which one are you? And I, I wrote this down. It says a deceiver is someone that, can, that controls things and their environment people, they are looking for opportunities, advancements. They are a python snake that lie in wait for a moment to strike their weak victims. And I want to say this. A lot of times we don't understand the movement of God. We really don't understand it. Let's go here to 1 Kings 3. Let's talk about King Solomon. First Kings 3, 9 through 15. But one of the things I want to tell you about King Solomon. King Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived and also one of the most foolish men. So you can have wisdom but still be a fool. God gifted him with unsuppressed wisdom, which Solomon, Solomon squandered by disobeying God. So your wisdom can still cause you to be disobedient and make foolish decisions in your life. And after all the things that he did, he still made a mess out of things. Let's go to 1 Kings 3 and verse 9. So they didn't have the ceremony. So King Solomon has made a request from God. Even though you can make a request from God, but as time goes on, you return to your natural self. And it says, therefore give to your servant an understanding of heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. See, we want to discern everybody else. But he never discerned himself. We're so busy helping everybody else, but we don't like it. That's why I tell you sometimes, steal away. And go to God and pray about your weaknesses. The things that you're dealing with. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? And 
the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked these things. Then God said to him, because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself, nor have asked riches of, says for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart. Say that there has not been anyone like you before, nor shall any like you arise after you. And I have also given to you what you have asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be anyone like you among the kings all your days. So if you walk in my way, see what I'm saying? That blessing is going to stay down as long as you walk in what God is saying. And that walk in what God is saying is not alone keeping the word, but being able to hear. And that's what's wrong with people because their hearing has gotten dull. And a lot of times we don't understand why God changes things in the middle because you have changed. But the thing about it is you can't see yourself changing. Others around you do. That's why you're able to join other people, but not yourself. You need to have an inner eye and an inability to discern within yourself. And we like that because we always want to think we're perfect. Oh, God, God, and I can just do anything that I want. And you walk around in error. And when you walk around in error, you start deceiving other people because the deception is already in you. I'm going to tell you something. Before anybody comes around and deceives you, they are already deceived. The snake has already bitten them. And you try to tell them that they're walking in error and it's hard for them to understand it. They want to pout. They want to get mad. They want to do all of these type of things because they are coward. But yet when it's being called out on the floor, they don't want to deal with it. But he had, there's, I'm going to tell you something. When God tells you something, or blesses you, there are stipulations with it. Whether the prophet or the word of God um, has made it clear that moment in your life, but when you go back and search the scriptures for yourself, there's a requirement behind everything that God gives you. You don't think that God is going to bless you and do all of this and let you think you're going to live like a dog, huh? think you're going to be a coward or deceiver, but yet you're not walking into the spiritual things of God. You don't understand what God is saying because we have come into a place that we feel that we are God's ourselves huh? and that you could just do anything that you want huh? and God is going to honor. And that's one of the most fictitious lies in the church. But we have bitten that thing and we just think that it's own way. That's the way it's going to be. Our God is with me and I can just discern and just feel and do any kind of way. Roll my eyes, look crazy, just kind of say anything that I want. You cannot. But their old church, that's what they did. You don't have to go here, but I'm going to Isaiah. The 11th chapter talks about the seven spirits of Christ. It says the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. He's talking about Jesus Christ. We're walking in Christ's image. Because we're born again. But before you're born again, you're walking in the, in the shape and the mindset of Adam. Because Jesus Christ has shed his blood on Calvary and you've been washed with the blood. When you confess, you was a sinner and you needed a savior. You walk that sort in the image of God now. 
because of the fall of Adam. That's why you always have to contend with this Adam nature. Just like Adam stepped his foot on this ground, Jesus Christ had to step his foot on this ground to break the curse that was in the earth. You need to understand what is going on. So that Adam nature always, Paul said, I, it's a thorn. It's this thing I have to deal with sometimes. Because it keeps coming up. But you need to recognize. Now when somebody call it out, that is within thee. Oh, don't let them apologize. I'm talking about church people. But God is going to start striking things down. Because my people have gotten high-minded. I really want to take you to Jeremiah, but I'm not going to go there. And the people was doing all kind of wicked things. So when you're seeing all of these things, you're so amazed at how they doing this. And they trying to open up a witchcraft club. And they trying to bring witchcraft. And this stuff is already in the Bible. You just don't read it or have an understanding. You can read the scriptures, but you need to have a revelation and understand what is happening in the earth. There's nothing new underneath the sun. The Bible tells you that because you're so amazed why ever else. Because you don't spend time with God and let God develop you in his understanding and his word. You need to understand understand the Bible says one day coming well you don't need no man to teach you but right now you need a man to teach you or a woman to teach you and you need to sit down and get some understanding and learn how to yield your spirit to what you don't want but if you do not change God is not going to send somebody with a like mind to talk to you he's going to send somebody with a different mind because he's trying to get you to change you need to understand what is going on which one are you it's time to come from out of the darkness I was reading in Mark the fifth chapter And you know what God spoke to me? Because people is banking on you not coming out. After Jesus cast out the demon of the man, they didn't get happy for the man. They said, go, get leave here. They don't want you free. Oh, the ones that love you and kiss you. Oh, you can understand something. Everybody's dealing with a Judas. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you feel. There's always going to be a Judas there. You need to understand. If he tempted Jesus, he's going to tempt you. If he's tried to come in and deceive you or anything else, God already knew who he was. You need to understand and discern what is happening and get out of your high-minded. And what you want, all your mind is focused on is me, me, and I, I and myself. You got a selfish reason. You got a selfish thing while you're doing the way that you are. That spirit took you over. And now because you're so caught up in yourself and you're drunk on your own wine, you can't understand how the enemy is biting you at your heel. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor discern by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and discern with, it says, discern with, it says, equity for the meat of the earth. He shall seek the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips, he shall slay the wicked. But we don't understand about wisdom. 
It says wisdom is the quality of being or having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. Solomon had that. But he became foolish in his own wine. You ever seen a man or a CEO build a company and then they get sloppy? And God, I let you build the tower. But he knows how to come down and dismantle it. And we don't understand that when we done built this tower in the midst of God's kingdom, he knows how to come down and dismantle it. And then we walking around lost. Why are you lost? Because your foundation has been shaken. He said, upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell. So when I stand in Jesus Christ, I'm standing on the rock which he built. And nothing that tries to come against it, beat it down. Huh? The trials and tribulations. The Bible says many afflictions of the righteous. But God shall deliver them out of them all. That's why everything that I go through, everything that you experience, and that's why you continue to stand on the rock. But I see so many church people, they falling, they doing all of this stuff. But now it's time to find the solid rock and stand therein. Let's talk about Absalom. Let's talk about David not dealing with a rapist in his own house. But we want everybody else to be dealt with. But we don't want to deal with our own. And we don't let God deal with us. It causes things in the house. What house? I'm talking about about this up in here. Absalom ran for two years before David even dealt with it. And then Absalom got so big and so defined within himself, he started trying to take the kingdom from his daddy and took a lot of the, his daddy's men. You got to understand something. A lot of times huh, when God is trying to deal with you because you seem like you've gotten to a place huh, and that you think that you've gotten away with these secret sins, huh, this stuff that you don't want to deal with, huh, God will let things just go on and on and on. And then when he comes in, when you didn't get settled and you think that you escaped, huh, have you ever seen some people sometimes, they steal the burden from the bank huh, and they may go on for two or three years, huh, but let you know the FBI going to come in after a while, huh? or the sheriff, huh? or somebody is going to come visit your door. Huh? Have you seen all of this stuff that's going on? Huh? People thought they done got away with murder, killing this and that. It's been 20, 30 years. Huh? That's why God has the way of coming in huh? and bringing relief and coming in and bringing answers and stuff. Huh? That's why you're going to see more people out in jail getting released huh? because if they done did stuff that people said that they done and didn't do. Huh? God's got a way of releasing you from out of jail situation. Huh? Even when you're innocent, huh? you need to understand something that ain't nothing new. Huh? You and you had the man in the Bible huh? that was up there helping people and got locked up in the jail. Huh? But God had to come in and free him after a while. Huh? God is going to free you after a while huh? in your innocent situation. Huh? But some of us are in jail because we deserve to be there. Huh? And the judgment of God that's coming into earth is going to put those in jail. But we don't see that. And Potter's wife told the lie in the house. 
but God got a way of always seeing the truth. So don't you ever think from the pulpit to the back door that God don't see what's deep down in your heart. He don't see how you're committing murder. He don't. See, he sees how you're committing murder. He sees how you're committing fornication. He sees how you're lying. He sees your wicked ways and your evil thoughts. He sees all of these things down on the inside of a man. You want to understand that God, he sits high and he looks low. He beholds the good and the evil in the land. Why do you think that you're getting away and you have no conscience about it? You're just going on doing business as usual. But that's what they did until God smite the earth and destroyed everything. You need to understand something. When God destroys, he not just destroys the house. He destroys everything that you built that was wicked. It's got to come down. Why would God let you get away? Even when the courts come in, you got to pay restitution. They ain't going to let you keep the money. They ain't going to let you keep the drugs. So why do you think that you want to get away? And you outside the will of God. And you're not standing on the solid rock. Oh. But Absalom had to come down with his wicked self. See, but if he would have dealt with it early, killed his brother Abnon. But I've got to read you this part right here so you will understand what's going on. Turn to 2 Samuel 13. When you go to 2 Samuel 13, it says incest in David's house. Now after that, after this, it was so that Absalom, and guess what? His name means father of peace, but guess what? He was the opposite of it. You can name your child anything that you want. Mothers, you can name her anything that you want, but that don't mean that's what they're going to turn out to be. You need to understand something. If you're not born again, baptized with the fire of God, you subject to everything that's in the earth to overtake you. Now after this, it was so that Absalom, the son of David, he was David's third son, had a lovely sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Amnon was so distressed over his sister Tamar that he became sick. See, he lied. Putting on the front. I told you, he was a deceiver. So all of my little children in the, in the building that, you know, you pretending stuff. Because you don't, you're trying to get out of stuff. And your parents ain't wise enough to have discernment to see you lying. Because they looking at you because you're so pretty. You are incapable. See, we don't want to deal with stuff because we're looking at the pretty. Oh, they just so pretty. Oh, I just, oh, I just felt the Lord and the angels in the delivery room with me. Oh, they born of God. Oh, they chose a shot. -ta 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 -ta. You ain't the first one in the Bible to have somebody that you favored. So did Jacob. What did his brothers do? Sold them into Egypt. And God turned around and brought restitution because they were the one in trouble when the famine came. So sometimes what you try to destroy always come back and haunts you. See, what you don't understand is God is seeing light years ahead of you. But why is it that we don't trust God the way that we should? 
You need to deal with your faith factor. I don't care what Mary Jane is doing. I don't care what they're doing on the job. But what is God doing in my house? This temple. This mine. But our mind is so on everything else. That he became sick for she was a virgin. And it was improper. Improper. For Amon to do anything to her. But he did. And then after he raped her, he sent her away. All of that pretend love, which was nothing but lust and curiosity, kills the cat. You ain't got nine lives. You got one. But you don't see that. He got away from her. And she was in the house crying. Because of the love of her brother. He revenged her. But don't that sound like Jesus? Because of the love that he had for us. He came down. Pulled up his majesty and glory. And revenged us from our wicked ways in which we did not deserve. But you walk around in God's blessing, but yet don't recognize that it was God that did it. You, you do something, but you forget. And then you go back to your original self. You don't know how to walk it out. You don't know how to make the word become you. And you become the word. And so for everything that you're doing, it's the word, it's the word, it's the word. I see why. The people back in the day, when they had the power of God, they lived like hermits, and they didn't have things of the world. The power and the presence of God and doing the will of God in the earth, because they knew that they couldn't have both. And I was in my garage. I said, God, I see why you can't have both. You can't have both. You can't have the riches of the world and God. No matter how you try, how you try to figure it out. But even that riches, I'm going to tell you, let's look at it. When you think that you're smarter than God, you think that you're better than God. See, people walk around with that mindset and that, and that way about them. But you need to understand something here. You cannot be like that. People are not humble anymore. But we're trying to do everything outside of the will of God. But we don't submit to God. And Abnon, that rage and that anger became more and more over the years. And it got stronger. That's what demons do when they get a hold. When it comes in, it ain't a stronghold. It just got a door opening. But the longer they stay, they build up a house in you. And then you get weighted down. And then somebody tried to come in and cast the demon out because it's them built the house there. 
and it's gotten heavy. That's why when people are bored and down with demons and stuff, that's why you got to bring the spirit of Christ in to lift them up so they can start moving around and getting the spirit of Christ so they can get set free. You got to understand something. That's why in the hot services, they used to have and the power of God used to fall. Huh? And then the people would get stirred up huh? and the demons would get stirred up. And guess what? Huh? Then people want to get set free. Huh? But you sit there on Sunday looking like huh, Ahab and, and Jezebel and you want to know all of this stuff going on. You're not trying to get set free. If you don't get set free by the word, you need to get set free by your praise and worship. But you come looking for somebody to bring you joy in a house full of heavy-weighted demons. And then you say church wasn't nothing and you desecrate God. You make him Lord and born in your life by your wicked confession. The devil ain't gonna have you confess. I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm set free in Jesus' name. The fire of power is gonna work in my home and my life. I'm gonna believe God no matter what. I'm a child with all my might and my, all my soul. I got to love the Lord thy God. People ain't got that stronghold no more. Oh, but the honey, but you got it out there in the world. Everything gets you locked down out there in the world. Your mind is on what they doing. I'm going to tell you something. You better get into a place. When it gets too burdened in my life, I say, God, shut this stuff off. Calm my mind and my spirit down that I can be peace, be still. That I can rest in the word. And me resting in the word is meditating, reading, and, 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 and let it just absorb in me. But now, we sit there like Absalom, waiting for somebody to deal with our problems. He got dealt with because one of David's commanders and generals killed him and told David, don't you cry in front of the people. And look what he was doing. Let's talk about Samson. Samson had all the strength and the power. And I read you something, but I saved this to the end. About that python spirit squeezes you. She passed him. Ain't that's what the enemy does. Come here, Sister Bobby. Yes, I'm going there. Have sex with me. You know it's shit. Yes, Baby, you the only one. I ain't gonna do, uh, honey, you don't, I mean, you gonna marry. Ooh, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna be loyal to you. And then he gonna dismiss you. She pressed him until she got what she wanted. And just like she pretended to be unloyal, I mean loyal, she was so unloyal, but she was loyal to her people because it was in her all the time. You got to be careful about people pressing you to do things above your will. That's why if you continue to listen to some, that's what they said about music. You listen to this bump bumping, but your mama, daddy, and all of this kind of stuff and nasty, perverted stuff. And that's why so much disrespect, I mean disrespect in the home, because you done sat there and listened to all of this stuff. That's what they say about music. It continues to get inside of you. And then you're bumping and grinding and doing all of this crazy stuff and gyrating and acting like a demon. And then you don't know that you done picked up something. But yeah, you like to, I'm in the church and you're doing all of this.
this stuff. And we're looking at you, something is wrong. And you're like, what's wrong? Be careful what you take in. You need to see this. Things out in the world. I'm not saying, you can, some of you cannot avoid. But what you can avoid, avoid it. And what you are doing, mammonize it. Because the hole gets bigger. It gets bigger. And then eventually, guess what? It overtakes you and you fall in. How can you rescue somebody? You pull them in a ditch with yourself. That's the word. But that's what that python snake does. It lays in wait for the right opportunity moment. So when they were laying down, she laid down with her and she whispered in the ears of his hearing. And one of those whispers got all the way down, but you need to understand something. When Satan comes in, he breaks you down slowly. This is what he does. They're like python a snake. They lay in wait for a moment to strike their weak victim, Delilah did. And this is what happens. You don't understand. Samson had all the strength, but he was foolish. And he didn't listen to his mom and daddy. See, there's wise counsel. But people don't want to listen because that's my life I'm going to do because this is what I feel. And then they do it. And then it takes them years to get out of stuff because they didn't listen. And see, we don't understand how God moves in our lives. But I'm going to read you this. A deceiver is someone that controls things and their environment, people. And she was controlling it all the time. But Samson thought because he was able to escape. But one of those times he couldn't escape. You're not going to escape and you keep messing with the devil. He will get you. I don't care how much strength you think you have. It will get you. Some things you shouldn't mess with because it's dangerous. And it has dangerous consequences with it. And a lot of times we don't want to see that. And she pressed him. Go and read it. Judges 13. She pressed him. Pressed him. Isn't that what your children do? Until you bow down. Oh, you my baby. I'm telling you, which one are you? There are some things in God that we have to make a stand to now. If God has brought you out, he's brought you out for a reason. Now you need to live your last days in the things of God. Let go of foolish family stuff. Let go of foolish church mess. 
preaching the truth. Because that's what's going to make you free. You heard what I said. I know what they done told us in the church. That's a lie. It will make you free. The only thing that's going to get set on fire is the fire that God going to put on you for being disobedient. And you got to be, you got to want to be made. And stop lying. And I'm tired of all the pastors and evangelists and the five-four ministry done sat there and lied from the pulpit to the back door and lied to the people. They didn't teach you. They lied. And have you thinking the way you're thinking now. But you got to be wanting to be made free. You got to be wanting to be made change, made whole, made well, made healed, made delivered. But you're going to have to submit to a higher power, and that higher power is Yahshua, Yahmashiach, Jehovah Jireh. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.